Hey folks, I'm Matt Basson. He's AJ Riley. Welcome to Straight Shooting. Before we dive in, gotta remind you, right below us, find us, like us, subscribe to us everywhere. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, of course YouTube. We've got TikTok coming up soon as well. Thank you again for joining us. AJ, crazy day. Crazy day in the NFL. Starts off Aaron Rodgers deciding to go back to Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm stunned. <laughs> After yeah. all the hemming and hawing and all the talk and all the crap, he's going back to Green Bay to try this again. Mm -hmm. And I, I get the legacy. I'm talking about a four-time MVP, yeah. one-time Super Bowl champ, and yeah. he's got not a terrible team around him. I'm going to let you speak on your thoughts on this before I dive into mine, but spoiler alert, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work either, to be honest with you. It, it was I was actually shocked when I saw the news on Tuesday that Aaron Rodgers headed back to the frozen tundra. Um, because of all the drama that happened last year, we didn't know. We kind of figured that this might be his last ride with you know, the green and gold. And I don't know how much sense it makes for the franchise as a whole, right? When you're signing a 38-year-old quarterback to a what could be, we, we think, think, right? Because the details aren't released, but what could be almost franchise crippling in a way, right? That was the first thing I thought about was like, okay, you're going to commit all of this money to Aaron Rodgers, who has been a very good regular season quarterback, mm -hmm. right? He's gotten one them the number one seed in the, MC, in the NFC. Well, one of the best we've ever seen. One of the best regular season quarterbacks That's what I'm we've saying. ever seen. That's what I'm saying. Right. You said regular right. season. One of the Just best to make ever sure. seen I mean, regular season. Like, I mean, truthfully, like, he helped me win second place in my fantasy football league last year, so that hey. worked out well. Yeah, I know, but – then you get to the NFC Championship game and you lay an egg, which is fine for me because I don't want to see Green, Green Bay succeed. Um, but it just seems strange. Like, after last offseason, I almost wonder why you would want to keep the drama around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Aaron Rodgers just seems to invite drama and trouble all the time. And I know that he's done a lot as far as, like, personal accolades. <laughs> sure, and personal accolades. But my goodness, like, the rumored money that they may be committing to him. Right. Ugh, I, I'm not sure, man. That, I, that's I'm not it. sure at all. If the rumors are true, if it's $200 right. million for four years... That's ridiculous. And that is yeah. franchise crippling. Yeah. I don't think in the end it's going to be quite that big. But I don't understand this. <clears throat> Let me explain. Green Bay is known for their lore, their history, the frozen tundra, and all that. Aaron Rodgers, the one time he has won a Super Bowl, they were a sixth seed, which means all those important playoff games – were not played in Green Bay. Now, I get it. You went to the NFC – you hosted the NFC Championship game 
two years ago. You lost to Tom Brady and the Bucks. This past year, it was a microcosm of a fantastic San Francisco 49er defense. Mm -hmm. An offense for Green Bay that outside of Devontae Adams, which they might be the best quarterback wide receiver connection in football. But aside Mm -hmm. from that, you don't really have that go-to number two guy. MVS wasn't it. Lazard wasn't it. It, it, You just don't have it. And the running game is suspect. Right. Now, you weren't taking on a great offense in San Francisco as far as the passing game is concerned. But all of this lore about where you play is built on old football. Old football is running the ball. So when you are playing in negative degree weather, zero degree weather, the running game is what you want. This is a passing offense with Green Bay. You've got one of the greatest passers regular season we've ever seen. When it comes to touchdown numbers compared to interception numbers, yardages as well, it's fantastic. That's not conducive in negative degree weather, zero degree weather. Playing at home hurts you. So if they have got a game plan going forward of, you know what, let's not win the conference. (laughs) Let's go right. play our playoff games in Tampa Bay, in Los Angeles. Maybe that in might serve them better. Where our offense can actually be our offense, then it makes sense to me. But if you For are sure. continuing to try to win the NFC North, which they probably will, and be one of the top two seeds in the NFC, which they most likely will, I think you're hurting yourself with this kind of offense unless they can find a way to really incorporate the running game. I don't see yep. it working out for them. And I wonder how much of that those running game problems were actually their offensive line. But you said something that I want to hit on that I think might be the the preeminent reason why these guys made this move or potentially made this move today. You said that they don't have a number two guy in referencing their wide receivers. If they are signing him to this deal potential deal right i think it was like four years was it four years years, 200 million million? yeah it tells you how little they trust jordan love it tells you how little faith they have in turning the reins over to jordan love and so what they're hoping for or at least what i can foresee or project them hoping for is Okay, Aaron's going to carry us through like maybe next year, maybe the year after that. Hopefully there'll be some good, you know, quarterback prospects that pop up. They snatch one of them. Jordan loves on a different team. But I mean, it just seems like uh, I mean, they're playing with fire, right? We we've discussed this at length when it comes to MLB contracts and in the NFL you have a salary cap, mm-hmm. right? So they're playing with fire. I welcome it. Hey, as a Detroit Lions, fan, a Lions please, fan, absolutely. Please spend your franchise into the cellar of the NFC North. We we would greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just I don't know. I, I if I was running that team, I wouldn't want the drama. Just what he did last offseason and and all like it just unnecessary. Just and unnecessary. Unless, unless they really are expecting Lazard and Valdez Scandling. To and um and you know Cobb to come back and they expect them to 
A, stay healthy, which you can never yeah. predict. You just hope. But for the younger guys like Lazard and MVS to make that leap, and, and then they have their own St. Brown, right? They have uh, Equinamius. I'm yes, on Ross they, they do. I always call them equestrian. Uh, but they have Equinamius, St. Brown, you know, and look, we saw what Amon did. You know, Amon Ra had a heck of a rookie season. The, right. the kids know how to play. If they are expecting all those younger wide receivers to make that jump, great. I don't know what you saw to make you expect that outside of Lazard. Lazard came on there near, near the end of the year and was a, a good number two. Mm-hmm. But it's so much money if it's true. And we got to keep hitting that, that we don't know for sure that it's going to be $50 million a yeah, year. Yeah, as of right now, we don't, you know. We don't. And, and it might but, be lower. But you're already, but, you already know you're using the franchise tag – on Devontae Adams. Devontae. And let's assume, let's just assume for the sake of, you know. Our show. (laughs) Yeah, our show in the future that it is true, right? It's a lot of money. I know quarterback's important, but when you are dealing with a salary cap and you've gotten, like, I go back to what I said when I started this, like, is there running game problems running back or O-line? Because I doubt that it's running back with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, right? Two very capable and good running backs. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe so it's – might, You might be in a situation similar and, to Detroit. Yeah, Do and you now you don't blocking? have the money to pour into an offensive line. Mm-hmm. But can be decent yeah. at one end, pass blocking. Not that great at the other end, run blocking. Right, it's dangerous. It, it is dangerous. And look again. I welcome it as a Lions fan. I'm all for it. But Tom Brady kind of gave quarterbacks the blueprint. Great quarterbacks on good teams. Let me, let me clarify here. If you are a great quarterback on a good football team, Tom Brady gave you this blueprint years ago. Take less money. Let them put money into your weapons. You get some sort of guaranteed on the back end, which I think is part of what's going to happen with this Aaron Rodgers deal. I think there's going to be something there where he's getting something on the back end regardless. But let your team build where it needs to to get you to where you need to get to. And for New England, it worked beautifully. It did. They but you're also talking about two very, very – you're also talking about two very, very, very different character people. And I'm not saying that Tom Brady is like model citizen, but Tom Brady was all about winning. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers was all about Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's it. That doesn't Aaron Rodgers not taking less money to build to get weapons in the in Green Bay. Tom Brady did it all the time. You're not struggling for money if you're Aaron Rodgers. Unless it, all these ex-girlfriends that keep dumping you are suing you for something. Well, I mean, it's like, goodness, man. Like Olivia Munn and Danica to... Patrick and the new one. <laughs> Maybe they're all suing Aaron Rodgers. He's out to get his, man. He's out to get his. He wants to be, like, you You hit the nail on the head. You said he's really good at gaining personal accolades. So now he gets to add another one to his shelf of highest paid player in history. Because it's all about Aaron Rodgers. It's not about the Green Bay Packers. If it was about the Green Bay Packers, last offseason doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But if it's all about Aaron Rodgers, he does exactly what he did last offseason. 
And that's why, like, you talk about Tom Brady, it's two different characters, completely two different characters. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not. But and Brady's sitting back in retirement, counting his rings. Aaron Rodgers can sit back and count ex-girlfriends. Tom Brady might might try to add another one. He's just waiting for that right call from the uh, 415 area code, for those that don't know. That's the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows, well, man? I, it's funny man, that... Could you imagine for... Hold on real quick. Could you imagine old number 12 with Debo, Ayuk? Mm-hmm. And that Kittle. running game? And that defense? Niners are going 15, 16 and 1. <laughs> Yeah, so that the what seventy one dolphins can still have their celebration. Mm-hmm. Yep, someone yeah. will sneak one on them somehow. I know. Maybe Stafford gets them again in a home game. Maybe, maybe. But it's funny, you know, that Aaron Rodgers all about Aaron Rodgers. And right. earlier today, it was all about Aaron Rodgers. It was, and then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. And Thank then goodness. it wasn't because Denver and Seattle decided to blow up Aaron Rodgers' day. With a blockbuster trade of sending dangerous Wilson to Denver for two first round picks, another two first round picks. <laughs> I think another two first round picks. No, it's not. I mean, yeah, you're being hyperbolic, but my goodness, it's it's what Drew Lock. Uh, oh, we're gonna start with the headliner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's what? What is it? It's it's Russell Wilson and a fourth rounder going to Denver for Drew Lock. I'm trying to look real quick here. Uh, All right, here it is. You got it. Okay, go yep. ahead. So it's two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, quarterback Drew Lock, and tight end Noah Fant. For Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Which I mean, trading away a tight end that Russell could have used is really could have used <laughs> is a little dangerous, right? To make this work. Um, but I mean, my goodness, did did the Broncos buy the guy that they wanted, right? Like we were just looking at the draft order. They don't have a pick until the 64th pick, the last pick of the second round. Like, don't need it anymore. Well, I, yeah, I, well, but, but do they? Like, <laughs> they do. They're in, they got a quarterback, right? They got, Which, they got a okay, great quarterback. And Russ, they did. And Russ is a good quarterback and he'll probably do well there. But There's does he have team. enough, does he have enough weapons around him to make them a contender after? You also last season traded Von Miller away. Well, Von Miller might be going back. Now, look, either look, Von Miller's great. He's at the tail end of his career. He's going to be a game changer for you once in a while. Pairing him up with Aaron Donald certainly was the right move for the Rams, obviously. Oh, for for sure. With these now. He does. More than Aaron Rodgers. Haterade, love it. But the Broncos have a decent defense. They have a decent team. You know, the big thing that everyone was talking about these last couple years has been the quarterback issue. Drew Locke wasn't the guy. And Teddy Bridgewater 
decent quarterback when he was healthy. But there's a gap between Teddy Bridgewater and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson at quarterback for you with Jerry Judy is going to have a field day. They're going to find some other weapons. You have, you know, you have free agency. You have the offseason still to go find guys that you can pair up. And I promise you there'll be plenty that want to go to Denver to play with Russell Wilson. Yeah. The big thing is the O-line for the Broncos because we saw we saw Seattle when they had a good O-line made two Super Bowls back to back years. And we've they seen them pretty good running back though too. True. They could make up any deficiency in that well, line. Well, right, absolutely. But you know, they they have a couple decent running backs in Seattle. Sure. Penny's not a bad running back. Carson's not a bad running back. If he but can say that line is so bad, you're not getting any head of steam before the defense yeah. was getting there to stop you. But I mean, Seattle has kind of set themselves up if they wanted to now, like they now have the number nine overall pick. Mm-hmm. So they could use that as, you know, that and something else as fodder to try and maybe move up a little bit further and get one of these young quarterbacks, let Drew Locke get the heck beat out of them while they're building that offensive line and then turn the reins over. Right. It's not nice to Drew Locke. It's not, but I mean, what that man do to you? <laughs> nothing. I'm just saying, like, if I'm running a team and I've got a bad old line, I'm not drafting a rookie quarterback to Joey Harrington him, right? <laughs> no, like, definitely not. Right. Not so, well, that worked. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trade for Drew Locke. Say you're the starter. Nobody else will start this year. You will be the one that sacked a billion times. And Malik Harris, Kenny Pickett, like you just learn, just learn how it's how bad it could be and how good we want you to be that we are saving you from this tragedy that is our offensive line. Yeah, and then you build. sponsored by Allstate. Yeah. I mean, for real, you can survive this mayhem. I mean, you can't, I wouldn't, you know, go state farm because then you're competing with Aaron Rodgers, and he wouldn't like that too much. So go with Allstate or Geico, right? Aflac, any of them, <laughs> but just invest in insurance. Cause you're going to need it. Especially if you're through luck. Well, so now the the AFC West, you got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You got Russell Wilson. Yeah. You got Justin Herbert. Yeah. And you got Derek Carr. Just the AFC in general, though, too. Right. Oh, yeah. But I mean, one division. I mean, I, I, yeah, one division. Derek Carr's for the sure. weakest link. That's a pretty darn good weakest link. Yeah, it is. It is. But, like, even throughout, like we were saying, the whole AFC, right? Josh Allen's in that mix, right? Hmm? Like, I'm Joe trying Burrow's to think. in that mix. Joe Burrow's in that mix. Two is in that mix. Like, I mean, good. Some would say gracious. Lamar Jackson's in that mix. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't. We have some others on, on, our, on our team, Ryan Griffin, among the, other, among the, the leaders of them, that believe that, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he has won an MVP, for whatever that's worth. Something Drew Brees never did, but there's uh there's some studs there slinging the ball in the AFC. But for one, yeah, division, for the for the AFC West to have, I mean, it's it's Mahomes and Wilson, you know, at one two, and then mm-hmm. a little bit of a drop to well, Herbert. That was not actually what I saw. I'm gonna try and find the tweet real quick because I, I was like looking at it earlier today, and I was like, somebody had uh 
like a ranking of like the AFC, like all the AFC quarterbacks. Now, well, while you're looking for that, I'm give our, our fans here a uh, a tidbit yeah. of fun information. Russell Wilson is now the first quarterback to be traded to the team he beat in the Super Bowl. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, they beat the ever living crap out of the Denver Broncos. I remember that one? That was first like for Peyton right over his head. Yeah, that was NFL. brutal. Man, that that's a good stat. Thank you. So this is from. Uh, El Presidente Dave Portnoy. So it's his power rankings, right? Uh, but he has Josh Allen, Burrow, <laughs> Mac Jones, because he's a Patriot supporter, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, uh, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and Lamar Jackson. Like, those are your, like, top I mean, eight Some of these guys are in name only, Trevor Lawrence. He hasn't done anything yeah, as a pro sure. yet. He hasn't yet. Give it some time. You know, Mac Jones above – I mean – he lists them. I, I I wouldn't even call them power rankings because obviously it's Dave Portnoy. But like, even those names just being on a list together, regardless of the order, is oh, there's some whew. there's some studs, and a lot of them are young. A lot of them are real young. Yeah. You look at yeah. Mahomes. You look at Burrow. You look at Allen. You look at Herbert. You look just at Lamar Jackson. Herbert. Herbert could have been in the Honolulu Blue. He could be Honolulu Herbert. Or could have at least helped us get more draft picks. Yeah, you're right. That way too. That right. Which would have been the smarter business move, but Bob Quinn. You know, he, yeah. none. He's he's an enigma because I was not impressed with him in college, and then he comes out just lights the world on fire in the NFL. Herbert? Yeah. I mean, us as Spartan fans, you're not one, but us as Spartan fans, the Red Box Bowl, you know, a seven to six ball game. <laughs> When we are t- not a good team, right? And we hold Oregon to seven points. Yeah, he just didn't to- fit that system in Oregon. I don't think, right? Like, it, he's not really. I mean, he's got a little dual threat to him, but he's not Marcus Mariota. No, he's not Marcus Mariota. He didn't fit that system. So, no, like, he, he went there. He went there for the jerseys. Let's be yeah. honest, right? Like, <laughs> hey, they, hey. About 70% of their jerseys, and they've literally got about 100 of them. So 70 of them are really sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then there's that orange and silver, orange, yellow and, like, chrome one where I'm just like, "Mm." Oh, you don't like that one? I actually kind of like that one. You like that one? I do. I I haven't really seen, like, a bad Oregon jersey. Shoot, man, like, you know, I've been, like, busting out the old NCAA 2014 and do the road to glory and just throw myself on Oregon just see what kind of uniform combination I can come up with. Might as well. (laughs) Might as well. But here's something, just to kind of transition a little bit. Um, You bet? Um, I played the fifth. (laughs) Yes. That's probably smart. It's probably smart for your marriage too, right? <laughs> I, you Not know, I dollars worth, but I bet. Yeah, and like you know, I'll gamble with you guys when we have like our poker nights or whatever. But like, I'm not. I don't bet on sports because uh, too much FBI. That's game. not real money that we're gambling with. We're using potato chips. Right, of course. That's what I said. Um, but somebody who got in a little bit of trouble for gambling—that's a bad bet. This week, yeah. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, 
is suspended for the 2022 season. The whole season. For gambling oh on the game of football. Now, Matt, we don't necessarily have a Pete Rose situation here. Because they did say that there were no games impacted by it. And and there's proof that he bet on his team to win. And it's all documented. And he was making these bets when he was away from the game of football for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Which we so still my question to you is, what? <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a bad bet where you bet $1,500 and you lost over $10 million. That's a bad bet. You yeah. lost your entire year's salary now. And look, I, I get it. I understand that you can't have this. You cannot have your... It's a slippery slope, right? It's a slippery slope. It is. Look, you're sponsored now. Everyone's all talking about it. You got Caesar Sportsbook and you got FanDuel and you got DraftKings and MGM and all this stuff. And they've allowed gambling for us fans. But as a player, they they can't allow it. But a whole season? A whole season? Ray Rice knocked his girl out on camera. Yeah. Didn't get a full right. season. Yeah. That and and that's what's crazy, right? Like they talk about protecting the shield all the time, right? And it's uh-huh. like Okay. You're absolutely right. Ray Rice got I mean, he ultimately ended up getting like blacklisted. Oh, right? in the yeah. end, yeah. But but initially yeah. Initially, the ruling was a couple games. Then they saw the video. But again, I go back to my initial question. Like, what? (laughs) An entire season, because my man bet, when he was away from the team. Like, he wasn't even... He was away from the team. We all know that in this last football season, Calvin Ridley stepped away for, like, was it mental health, personal reasons? Like, I still don't know. I Nobody really know knows, but he stepped away from the game of football to get right. And it was during that time that he stepped away that he made these bets. And it's just like, God, Roger Goodell, you are so – like, I know the other night, like, I complimented you by saying that Rob Manfred was worse than you. But, like, now I'm like, golly. It's like Rob Manfred does something, then Roger Goodell comes up and is like, oh, hold my beer. Here I go. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, an entire – four games? Okay. I'd be okay with four games. Six games, now you're getting like a little like too much. But an entire season, my man loses an entire season for gambling on the game of football. It, it's, it is crazy that, you know, the two biggest offenses to the shield apparently are gambling and marijuana. Josh Gordon's <laughs> been suspended how many times? But if you right. beat somebody that you are – supposedly married to in love with whatever yeah games yeah no problem problem. you get a dui Eh, maybe it's a game or two unless you do something like henry ruggs told a story yeah but a whole season you were one of the best young wide receivers in football and you have thrown away an entire year for fifteen thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars excuse me yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, 
I mean, okay, why was he betting on football? Like, it was a bet. I mean, same reason you are or I am, because we can now. Yeah, but I so I wonder if this is something that has not been right like, here. It's just on one of these. It's very easy to do. Sure. I wonder if it has not been discussed, right? Like it has to have been discussed. I don't know. Now, he yeah, may not have been paying right. attention, or he may have forgotten that it was discussed. But there's no way that this wasn't discussed before it was officially implemented. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe they just sent out a memo and like it got filed away in file 13 that went to my junk i'm sorry i didn't see it yeah like i don't know man that's crazy though it's the nfl though you know it's the same way the law works ignorance of the law is not an excuse you know no it's not and it and look look it never is right so you violated a rule you violated the law of the shield okay sure you 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 face the consequences for that but an entire season seems like the punishment doesn't necessarily fit the crime in no, this situation. They're too steep. They're too, it, especially, it, especially that the, you have the proof of what he bet on. He bet on right. multi-game parlays, and he bet on the Falcons to win in that bet. He didn't bet on them to lose. You know, all the questions that have always surrounded Pete Rose with his betting scandal and all that was, you know, were the Reds tanking games? You know, because Pete Rose was betting against them, or the Phillies tanking games because Pete Rose, whatever. Like, they don't know for sure. You can only either take him at his word or not. You have proof that Calvin Ridley bet on his team to win in a multi-game parlay. Yeah. And he's not even playing for the team at the time, so he really yeah. can't even help them tank if that was even something to think about. Right. But he at least bet on his team to win. Yeah, and you're kicking the him Pete out. Rose thing is a little bit different than like his because like there's. And I, I got to remember the website, but there's some pretty damning evidence that he didn't necessarily throw games, but he knew the games he was betting on and manipulated his relievers in a very really? strange way. Yeah, I, I'll send you the website. You got to find that website. I want to see that. Yeah, I got to find it. So, um, but that's not a discussion that we are getting in tonight. No, no, that is not, not something that we but, are going to talk about tonight. It is, you know. But we got it's three big things really that have happened recently. Aaron Rodgers, Packers, Russell Wilson leaving Seattle, going to Denver. Calvin Ridley losing an entire year for some minimal betting while he was away from the team in Florida. But with we're heading towards the NFL draft, free age, uh, you know, franchise tagging has to be done now, and cap space is very much focused on. So the Falcons just freed up ten million dollars of cap space, and. The Seahawks are now without a quarterback, and no, not. They are well. broke. <laughs> so the NFL draft coming up in less than two months. There's a shakeup here with teams that there are going to need different positions than initially thought coming into this. Mm-hmm. Our Lions are sitting pretty at number two for right now. For right now, and along with this shakeup today, new news is the new number one is your boy out of Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson, which takes him off the table for Detroit if that is where Jacksonville goes with the number one pick. Yeah, so hopefully the Jacksonville Jaguars watch the Super Bowl this year because you saw in the second half of the Super Bowl, 
Joe Burrow lying on his back, looking up at the sky going, why God, why did they not draft an offensive lineman to protect me and not sack me all the time? So if the Jacksonville Jaguars are smart, they would draft an offensive lineman. I get that Aiden Hudson is a good player. But here's the deal. There doesn't seem to be this surefire Hall of Famer sitting there ready to go, right? No. So anybody you take is going to be, to a certain extent, a little bit of a risk, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Hutchinson has concerns, right? They talk about the small arms or the short arms, not the small arms, the short arms, which I'm just like, okay, can we stop measuring? Like, <laughs> like we got QB hand size. We got defensive lineman, little arm length. Like, can we just like be like, does he run fast? Does he hit hard? Does he tackle well? Okay, good, right? Right. Like, Goodness gracious, this this conversation is starting to get so minute and so ridiculous. That it's just like, Aaron Donald's arms? He's only a six foot. Well, that's the thing, right? So, and we saw the combine that Hutchinson put together. Yeah, so you could you could understand you could understand why with there not being this clear cut Hall of Fame type person sitting there ready to go, you could see why Jacksonville might waver a little bit and be like, oh, well, Hutchinson might be the guy. They will – it will not benefit them if they draft Hutchinson, in my opinion, right? They need offensive line help. They need offensive line help in the Mm -hmm. worst way. And there's a great one there for the taking as well. Make him the number one overall pick. Put all the pressure on him. Let Hutchinson come into Detroit and be like – Ah, I got no pressure. I'm not the one, number one overall pick. I can now play, right? Um, it just is like there's all these shakeups that are happening, right? Like what what is Seattle going to do now at number nine? Are they going to try to move up? Does Malik Willis fall in their lap? Does Kenny Pickett fall in their lap? Who well, knows? Because there's, con- there's concerns about his hand size, right? So right. like there were concerns about Joe Burrow as well. I know. So He's it's got a just famous like, tweet about praying for him because of his tiny hands. Right. So like the Tuesday completely shook up. I think a lot of things, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of things. Whatever um, you do yesterday, you don't I mean, know today. Green Bay essentially can't even pay their rookies that they draft. So they might as well give up all their draft picks. Now. No, How do you feel I'm about kidding. getting paid in Bitcoin? I, yeah, I, I'm kidding. But what's interesting is like you talk about the, the, the Falcons losing, like not losing, but like freeing up Calvin Ridley's salary because he's under contract. And I understand that he's suspended so he doesn't get paid. Like I get all that, but do you not think that that might potentially become dead money or did you see something on that? I, I saw something. I don't know if it's a hundred percent certain. I saw okay. some stuff. I, you know, I tried to look into like, it. I'm just curious how that works. Cause that 10 million is committed to him. But if well, they don't have to pay it because he's suspended, do they then get to spend it freely wherever? I, I don't know because I'm not like a NFL contracts expert, so I'm not right. going to even try to speak on it, but that was a question that came to mind when you said that. We can definitely look into that and find and get an answer. Um, but going back to what you said about Jacksonville and Hutchinson and no clear number one, 
if there is no clear number one, mm-hmm. and you know you need offensive line help to protect Trevor Lawrence, and you do, and Evan Neal from Alabama is there, but he's not number one on a, a many boards. It's a you, kid out you, of Ole Miss, isn't it? Are you thinking of a trade? Are you thinking of dropping back a couple spaces? Let someone who's at four or five move up to one to get that edge that they want, whether it's Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson. And I same mean, thing with the Lions. You know, there's no clear cut number two. Well, that was Do you the... think that Kyle Hamilton, if that's who you're thinking of, is still going to be there at the ninth position where Seattle is now sitting. Do you mm-hmm. trade with Seattle? Let them be number two in the draft. And now they have their pick of quarterbacks because quarterbacks not going number one unless another yeah. team drafts up, jumps up the number one feeling that they got to get Kenny Pickett right now or they got to get yeah. Malik Willis right now. I don't know any team that's thinking that, but if you're Seattle and, and want to go to number two and make sure you now have your pick of quarterback, maybe right. the Lions get a nice package out of it. So I need to make a correction because he's not an offensive lineman out of Ole Miss that everybody's projecting to go number one. It's a kid out of NC State. Um, Akeem Okwonu, I guess, is to you know say it fast. They have him over Evan Neal now, huh? Yeah, I mean everybody on. Well, okay, the CBS writers were split two and two. Evan Neal was uh, to Akeem Okwonu, so they've got two offensive linemen that could be taken number one by Jacksonville. But that goes into the t- conversation that we're having right now, right? There's no clear cut. So when there's no clear oh. cut. It, my my like general manager mind work would work this way. Okay, there's not really a clear cut number one, right? Mm-hmm. Especially to fill the need that my team has if I'm Jacksonville. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to gather as much draft capital as I can because then I've got more shots to see if one pops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of where my mind goes to. Not necessarily for like listen, the Lions need edge rushers. So the Lions' choice of Hutchinson, like we said last week, right? Or we said on Tuesday, or yeah, said on Tuesday, like it's Hamilton or it's Hutchinson, and anything else is a bad pick. Trading is like third position, but like in my mind, it goes Hutchinson, Hamilton, trade. That's it. Mm hmm. But if I'm Jacksonville and there's no clear cut number one and they're like or even like the draft experts are kind of split on it, <laughs> I've got a 50-50 chance of picking a bust. And so I'm like, okay, let me trade back, see who wants the number one overall pick. Let them make the choice at number one, and I'll take this pick, this pick, and this pick. And maybe you can throw in one of your offensive linemen or something. Right. For our, Lions, for our Lions, they're taking a chance, you know, with who they want, who they can get, how late can they get them. You know, if you are sold on taking an edge, you yeah. know, you're probably staying at number two. Mm-hmm. If so I'm trying to see who else is out there that's right behind them that would really be sold on Kyle Hamilton, if that's who they're sold on, dropping mm-hmm. back a couple spots because he'll still probably still be there. Generally, safeties don't go that quickly in the right. draft. This is a bit of a freak of nature at the position. Not many safeties are safe four. Right. 
But again, with everything that happened today, excuse me, with everything that happened on Tuesday, from Rodgers to Wilson, the Calvin Ridley suspension, you know, I don't think we've heard too much about wide receivers in this draft. So I don't know how much the Falcons are going to move up to try to replace him for the time being and hope that you get it. Yeah, but like, do you waste a high draft pick on a guy that's only going to be out for a year? Well, you know, I mean, like, wide receiver, but we, you know, we, for sure you do, but like, they've got, I mean, don't they have like Russell Gage? They got Cordero Patterson. Like, mm, I don't think is Gage still with them. I thought he was. Was he, he not be. there this year? I, I mean, you got, you got, you got Pitts for sure. <laughs> Great tight yeah, end, Pitt. basically right. a wide receiver. I mean, Calvin yeah. Ridley was one of these young, you know, studs ready to make that ascension. You know, yep. especially after Julio left. Right. And and uh, did nothing in Tennessee. But I digress. He's at the end of his rope and. Not everyone's Jerry Rice. No. <laughs> Can't keep playing forever. No, you're right. So, Matt, it would not be a straight shooting show if nope. we did not talk about Major League Baseball. what they do now, AJ? <laughs> Just, you know, some old fogey thinking, hey, this would be a great idea to grow the game. And in reality, it's a terrible idea. News broke on Tuesday that there's a bit of an unholy alliance, an unholy union that is now official. MLB and Apple TV have signed an exclusive deal for Apple TV to stream a Friday night game in Major League Baseball. Now, we talk about access to the sport. And we talk about growing it among youth. And everybody's talking about baseball dying, which... I was not even close to that camp, but with everything that has gone on recently, I'm like, no, please don't put a grave marker over the best sport ever. So Major League Baseball in their infinite wisdom decides, hey, let's partner with Apple and let's stream games on Apple TV, which is a paid subscription service, mm-hmm. and give them exclusive rights to Friday night games. So here's my thought. Well, let me start with you. What is your thought when I tell you that? Does that mean I cannot watch a baseball game on Friday unless it's no. Apple TV? I mean, there'll be a game. From what I read, it's not every MLB okay. game. So I can still watch it on, you know, if it happens to be, on, I don't even think. they Do not do they do Friday on TVS or TNT for baseball? I don't think they do. No, but I mean, that would make sense because it's basic cable, but. I digress. Right. Continue. So my choice is now on Friday. If there's a Fox game, I think there's still that chance on Fridays. Fox is usually Saturday nights. Is it Saturday? Okay. MLB Network, clearly. But they're not Apple broadcasting TV? live games because of regional coverage. Right. No, they, they do the jump through. <laughs> right. They do the NFL Red Zone. Yeah. yeah. Their version of Red Zone. Right. As an addition, I understand it. Apple TV is doing a lot as far as, you know, commercials and growing and all that stuff. You know, all the different shows that they've got now. Got big stars that have joined Apple TV. So there's some money that they can bring to the table. It's Apple. They have money. they, They do have money. But to make a deal with a paid subscription service that is not part of a channel, you know, 
it's different with, for example, you know, um, Amazon, exactly. Amazon Prime for NFL Network, you know, Thursday, you, night. Thursday night games, you know, you still are able to watch it if it's on CBS or if it's on Fox or if it's on NBC right. or whatever. But you could also right. watch it with different kinds of coverage and stuff on Amazon Prime. Paramount Network being tied to CBS. Again, understand there. Apple TV has no ties to any network. None. It is their own thing. So you are throwing your eggs into this one basket with no way to spread that basket out as far as what I'm hearing so far. Yeah, I mean. It's moves. It's not. Especially when you go like. Oh, look, we have a subscription with Apple TV. Hey, look, we have MLB TV that you can sign up and broadcast any game except for your own teams. And none of the youth are interested in our game. (laughs) I mean, at some point, somebody has to go into these owners. Because, like, listen, it's MLB that's making these deals. The Mm -hmm. owners are the ones that run MLB. You're in the middle of a lockout that you have locked the players out of, that you refuse to pay them on the you know, level with all the other major sports, as we've discussed in previous shows, and then you go, oh, by the way, we signed a deal with Apple TV, so if your team has that slot, you can only watch it on another streaming service that you have to buy. You can't watch it on our MLB TV network. You can't watch it on your regional sports network. You have to pay for an Apple TV subscription to watch that game. Like, how is baseball this dumb? How is baseball this dumb? Like, I'm not a marketing person. I'm not somebody that understands, like, the best way to, like, get out there and, 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 and innovative. Yeah. Like, innovative. Outside the box. You're trying to find new ways. Like, I do know that you don't do this. You don't do this if you want to grow a game. It does not take some type of rocket scientist to go, yeah, this is not a good idea. Look, it it could work. It could work. But the only way that it could work is if if the MLB were to be like, you know what? Let's loosen all of our restrictions on all the other content that we have. Because MLB is one of the worst when it comes to social media and content sharing. They're terrible. There's there's a guy, and if you do not follow him, you should follow him. His name's Pitching Ninja on Twitter, right? I'm sure you know who he is because he's like blown up over the last couple years. But this dude is sitting there in his own time taking like, and showing how like a fastball and a curveball come out of the same spot of a pitcher's hand, but act different mm-hmm. towards a hitter, right? And his video overlays are awesome. It's fantastic. Great. MLB shut him down. Like two years ago, MLB is like, that's our content. You can't use it. This dude's done more to grow the game in like his first hundred tweets than MLB has done in the last like hundred years, other than injecting their players with steroids and then blaming them for it later on. But <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like (sighs) the MLB, I love the game, but I am so like tired of the politics. No, I'm not. It's not even politics. It's just plain stupidity. Policy. No, it's stupidity. It's not like it's just dumb. Like, you know, it, it was 
it, like I, bread. Okay, we might get in trouble for this, but I don't even care. It was probably Chris Illich that came up with this idea because that's how stupid he is, <laughs> right? <laughs> like he probably walked into the owners' meeting. He's like, "Hey guys, I know we're in the middle of a lockout, but you know what'd be great? I know the guys at Apple. Let's sign them up to broadcast our games on Friday nights, and then have people pay more money to us so that they can watch those games." Oh yeah, Chris, that's a great idea. We don't need to pay the players or anything. Let's sign up with Apple TV. Well, look, for all the fans that don't want to give MLB their money for that, here's what you do. You wait until the season actually starts. Then you go to your nearest Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T, whoever is giving you a year of Apple TV free with a new phone, go to them. Go get yourself a new iPhone 13 or the new Samsung, whatever, note size, whatever that's this big. And there you go. One free year of Apple TV. Use it to watch your baseball games on Friday night. You didn't give a dime to MLB. That could work. <laughs> that could work. You would also then have to purchase a new phone. So, I mean, well, I mean six one way, half a dozen another, right? Like, at least your money didn't go know, to Major League Baseball. All I know is, like, at a certain point, baseball has to be like, we've done it, we've done it, we've done it, we've done it. We've got to try something else. Because the definition of insanity, which apparently is what is ruling the day at MLB, is let's continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, and let's expect different results. It's a definition of insanity, and we have a lot of insane and arguably, not not even arguably, stupid people running the show. Well, and it needs to be fixed. The beauty of that is we're going to have more content like this to talk about the next we time are. we get together to do 100%. this show. And we are certain MLB is going to do something while this oh, lockdown yeah. is going on to give us more content to give. Absolutely, they will. So with that, we got another one in the books. Again, please follow us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We got them coming on TikTok soon. I swear to God, I keep hearing this, so it's got to be happening. He's AJ. I'm Matt. I'm straight shooting. Y'all have a great night. All right, we're going to use this right here as like our still frame. Okay, so just sit there for like five seconds. And done.